0: Another bank failure, the border about to explode, more shootings, a fight over the budget, more going on in Ukraine, just too much to keep up with. But we'll dig into it all today on Eric's America.
1: Treat the world impossible as nothing more and motivation. We will make America Other than the United States. Up until 1776, every fucking country that has ever existed was run by
2: dictator. All of them. This is the first experiment in self-government that actually worked. And it created the greatest superpower the world's ever known.
1: If we look to the answer, why for so many years we have
0: seen so much. Hello and welcome. I hope you're having a good Sunday. Uh getting into so much there is so much to get into really uh so many crazy stories uh, packed in <laughs> to such a uh, small amount of time uh it's only been a week only a week and things have uh you know they've not really uh gotten a lot better uh just before we get started i do want to remind everybody to like subscribe rate review follow all the things do all the things that it allows you to do it makes an amazing difference uh It really has made a difference lately. I can see things uh, really moving in an upward trend. And I really appreciate it because I know it's from uh, people who listen uh, are, you know, taking the time to rate it or follow or or whatever it may be. And that does uh, mean a whole, whole lot. Boy, is there a lot to get into today. Um, Just. Just crazy. Um, so many things going on. And then you wonder, well, is all these things going on because the world's on fire, which is quite possibly the truth. Or are things getting focused on because they don't want to talk about other things? Well, I guess it's up to you to decide. But uh, some of the interesting things that have happened in last week. Well, one that didn't get that much uh, play at all was the fact that another large bank failed. Uh, First Republic uh, failed and uh, was taken over by the feds and then sold off, Uh, which is just uh, wow. Uh, And see how this works. By the way, if you don't know uh, what happens is the good parts, the profitable parts are then sold off to another bank. And in this case, a fed bank. Because the Federal Reserve is actually, you know, just a group of large banks. So they get to buy up the good profitable parts and the failing crappy parts. Well, that goes to the federal government and IEU. So we're going to end up paying for that. And that's why these banks don't uh, operate under good faith, really. And that's why a lot of them uh, make these, you know, bonehead policies and have, since the early 2000s remember when you know we couldn't let it happen again the banks were too big to fail only thing that's happened since then is banks have gotten even bigger and now they are failing and we are going to bail them out again it's just going to be done in a different way uh it's still going to cost us all a lot of money now it has nothing to do with uh You know, your money in the bank disappearing, that's going to be there. The value of it, though, that's a different story because the more we bail these things out, I mean, obviously, the FDIC doesn't have enough money to cover all this. Nor does, you know, uh, the Federal Reserve have enough to cover all these losses in any way. So they just print it or create it. And, of course, that drives up inflation, which then causes the Fed to then raise interest rates, which then kills. Yeah, it's a whole cycle. It's, it's not, a good, not a good cycle at all. Not at all. But there wasn't a lot of talk about it. There wasn't a lot of talk about it this week. Um, and mainly because they don't want to talk about it, I'm sure. Um, and we won't find out exactly what happened for two years because the fed doesn't have to disclose anything they do or what they, you know, their policy, any of that for two years. So yeah, 2025, we'll find out what happened. Um, exactly. And yes, if you think that's insane, uh, that's because it is, it's because it is insane. So for what that's worth. So many things going on. I don't know if you, uh, I'm sure you did hear about it. Um, it's very interesting. The um, murder that happened in Texas. Now, I'm not talking about the shooting that happened yesterday. I'm touch on that for a minute. Apparently, there was a mass shooting in Allen, Texas. Not far, uh, not far outside of Dallas, really. Uh, but in Allen, Texas, uh, at a strip mall. And there hasn't been a whole lot uh, released on that yet because it just happened yesterday afternoon. Um, they did say uh, the shooter was not from Allen. Um, and well, let's just put it this way: um, if you notice uh, the little patterns and if you pick up on little things, you'll figure out that uh, you know what's going on. They're not releasing anything about it's a whole lot yet, but I did watch a uh, news report last night that would let us know that uh, maybe just maybe um, uh, things aren't what, um, what you would normally expect. Um, I do know that uh, it's probably going to be um, a migrant, uh, whether legal, illegal, have no idea, but uh, that's, that's what it's going to come down to uh, mainly because the uh, news reporter was uh at the scene uh, of the house where i uh, it was presumed that the shooter lived and uh, they said that the police had to call an interpreter so they could uh, talk to the uh, family so uh, that would give you a real quick clue uh, that uh, things aren't um, aren't uh, you know the the usual narrative uh speaking of the usual narrative. Let's get into that. So there was the shooting uh, last week uh, in Texas. So um, the story was reported at first um, that guy was shooting in his yard. You know, neighbors came out and said, hey, can you not shoot, you know, in your front yard? We've got a kid trying to go to sleep here. Uh, the guy takes very huge exception to this because apparently he's not mentally well, obviously, and goes over and shoots five people and then flees. And it took them a while to find it. And I have a uh, theory uh, to why it took so long to find this guy. Um, not just the fact that some of his family and Uh, were hiding him. Uh, Apparently, they found him um, a couple days ago hiding under some laundry in a family member's home. But it would have been a little hard for the general public to have uh, found this guy, uh, recognized him, because the media decided to literally whitewash the man's face. So the man was a multiple... uh, illegal border crosser who had been deported five times and this was his sixth trip illegally into the United States and so all the uh, crazy uh, talk about oh well we got to ban this we got to ban that we got to ban guns um, pretty sure an illegal border crosser um, yeah they don't have the right to just go buy a gun. They don't have the ID to do it. They wouldn't pass a background check, i.e., not bought legally, exactly the point everyone is making and has been making. And especially if you're not going to, you know, secure the southern border, people are going to get all the guns they want uh, at any point. So any ban would be useless just right off the top. But even more useless in the fact that this guy should have not legally even been in the United States, uh, much less would have had obtained a legal firearm. But uh, they literally, when they were doing the manhunt, the media literally whitewashed the man's face in the pictures. They literally lightened it and lightened it and lightened it to where it just looked like a, a, you know, garden variety, typical white dude. And if you see the picture at his arrest, you're like, whoa, wait a second. That's not the same guy. Can't be the same guy. Well, it was the same guy, just the media decided to be, you know, dishonest as usual. I don't know if they wanted to help him escape or they were just wishful thinking. Uh, I guess that would be up to you to decide, but it's uh, pretty insane. Uh, but, uh, the man was caught and is, you know, now in jail. Now you probably would say this could have been prevented and you would have been correct. Maybe the third time, uh, when they caught him here illegally, they could have just, you know, thrown him in jail and said, well, you know, we've, you know, third strike, uh, we're done. We're done here. And I know that I'll get people that'll bitch and say, well, you know, taxpayer money, you're going to have to support him in prison. Yeah. Yeah our taxpayer money is supporting him anyway. So better he, you know, be behind bars where he can't, you know, go kill five neighbors. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, you know, I'm going way on a limb. Not my my ideal situation, but it's a situation that I'm comfortable with. I would, uh, you know, theoretically like it to not happen the first time. Or the second. But I think in the third time, you say, yep, that's three strikes. Uh, it's prison time. We're, we're done here. And, um, you know, could have prevented this. So all that going on, not even scratching the surface yet. Usually that would be a huge week and be like, man, we're going to dig into all this. And, and oh, not even close. Not even close. What have we covered so far? We covered uh, two shootings and a bank failure. And we're just getting started. So, you know, it's been a very, <laughs> very interesting week. Um, so you had the uh, death of Jordan Neely in New York. That's causing quite a bit of controversy. Um, Jordan Neely uh, was a black guy, uh, homeless, or as uh, AOC put it, unhoused individual. Yeah, homeless, yes, nowhere to live which, you know, uh, could happen to a lot of people in New York when you're talking about the price of rent, um, you know, could happen to a lot of people. So that's, uh, that's not necessarily, um, uh, but most of the people that just can't afford it, um, you know, they just, most of them leave and go find somewhere that, you know, isn't a shithole that, you know, they can't afford to live in. So that, that's always one, uh, one way to go about it. So this guy is on the subway and uh, has a history of uh, assaulting people, by the way, and other things. We'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, the guy is screaming and yelling about being homeless and needing food, and causing uh, people to call nine one one. Not feeling safe, and some uh, a uh, ex marine puts him in a chokehold. And the guy dies. Now, uh, one thing you could say is the uh, chokehold probably wasn't applied correctly if you were wanting to just subdue somebody. Um, But uh, the guy was trying to, you know, stop someone from being assaulted. And the guy ended up dying. Now, of course, the left and the media and the left on the media as well. And and people like AOC and and many of these people uh, jump in to say that Jordan Ely was just begging for food, begging for food. This unhoused person was just lynched in New York. And, of course, to get riots going and everything else. Now, that is uh, insane Number one. Number two, knowing that you're going to cause violence and disruption um, seems counterproductive unless you are on the left and you want the destruction of society and you want the destruction of america then it makes perfect sense of course you want to push for that and that's what they want let's not sugarcoat it um you know i'm tired of sugarcoating all this and go well we just don't agree on certain points no they want the destruction of the country and they want full and unfettered uh totalitarian power that's what all these people are drooling and 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 chomping at the bit for People like AOC and more of her ilk just want totalitarian rule over you and everything that you do. Uh, they want to be the dictators. So that's who they are. So it, once you realize that and you know where they're coming from, this stuff makes perfect sense. Of course, they want people to uh, riot and destroy and burn it down because they want everything destroyed so they can step in and have total control control so um so yeah that that way you know okay that way you've got it all worked out and there is no nuance to that or anything like that now does AOC herself think she has the does she have the capacity to be some kind of dictator of course not she doesn't have three brain cells to rub together so I mean that's not that's not a issue but uh that's where you know the mindset is Uh, so of course they start this big thing and it's it's insane this guy uh long long police history of assaults uh attempted kidnapping of a seven-year-old girl Uh, apparently he snatched her from her mom drug her down the sidewalk before uh the girl got away uh i'm sure that was probably just him needing food right that's that's what you normally do when you're when you're hungry and looking for food, you try to kidnap uh, seven-year-old girls, um, I'm sure. Uh, yes, uh, major assaults. Um, and But, listen, the guy was a saint and venerated because he once moonwalked on the subway. And, yes, I mean, he dressed up like Michael Jackson and moonwalked on the subway and they grabbed that and said well this is who this guy was Uh, no this guy was a homeless um, not mentally stable or mentally well person who assaulted people screamed in their faces uh, and tried to kidnap seven year old girls and someone decided that that day was not going he wasn't going to get away with hurting anyone and he was going to uh, subdue this person and yeah, the person ended up dying. And even the mayor of New York, when people uh, on the left in the media, they interviewed him and they tried to uh, push him to say that it was a murder or whatever. He said, eh, let's let them check this one out. And I'm sure it was because the guy had seen, you know, I'm sure Adams had seen the rap sheet and said, eh, not, not this guy. Okay, listen, not this guy. This guy's not the one, the hill you want to die on. That's for sure. So. Uh, but of course there are some, uh, protests, uh, and yeah, they're not as bad. You know, there's some protests and stuff going on in New York. Um, I know AOC and many of them wanted the place to be on fire and they're just dying. They, they want so much to get back to the George Floyd, uh, fake, uh, I mean, George Floyd protests, not the riots and destruction for fake causes. no. No, that would be wrong. That would be wrong. I mean, no, it was the George Floyd protest movement that just so happened to burn down half the country. But really, I mean, but they want that back. They they want that back. They felt very emboldened and very powerful from that. And they want to get back there. So anytime they can try to kick that off, you better believe they're going to be on top of it. So it is really strange. Now, here is a strange statistic I just saw on Twitter today. And actually, Elon Musk uh, reacted to this one as well. And uh, it's nothing that we didn't already know. Um, Obviously, if you've paid attention over the past, I don't know, decade to what's been happening around you, this won't really surprise you as much. But... It is very surprising to someone like Elon, who I guess probably is just now waking up to a lot of this in the last couple years, but uh, very strange. So uh, race and racism in the news and as uh, part of major stories, okay, from 1970 to 2010 stayed relatively... Normal mid 90s, there was a small spike in it in the major publications New York Times, Washington Post, Los Angeles Times, Wall Street Journal. Okay, there's a little spike in the mid 90s where there's a couple extra stories, or at least these words were mentioned to describe a story. Okay, but most of it stays relatively normal all the way till 2011. Weird, huh? In 2011, it goes through the roof for every one of these publications. From 2011 till now, it has skyrocketed. That's really strange. Now, you could say, well, wow, this must have just suddenly become a problem, which we would know is absurd. That would be absurd to think that suddenly the U.S. became... Suddenly racist in 2011. That is odd. It's really strange. Uh, it's very strange because at that time, um, we had a um, yeah, we had a black president at that time. But he was on the end of his well, no, actually the beginning of his second term, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm wrong. It was the end of his first term. Yeah, it was the end of his first term. Uh, so he was getting ready for a second term at that point or, you know, starting to campaign for the 2012 uh, election. So it's really strange. All of a sudden, everything became racist and much more racist and racist incidents started happening everywhere. Out of the blue in the middle of the 2000s while we had a black president. And that seems really odd unless you realize that it's all planned. It's all staged. It's all, you know, part of a larger plan, really. And that's not a that's not a conspiracy. I'm not saying there's people sitting around just, um, you know, calling the shots. I'm talking about it was a pushed narrative. It's been a a way to try to divide splinter and really destroy this country. And there is no better way to do it to a very diverse population, which there is no other country on planet Earth that is as diverse as the U.S. There just isn't nothing. No, no country like this exists anywhere. Almost every other country on planet Earth are all very homogenous for whatever population is there. U.S. is the one that is obviously very diverse the most diverse on the planet and what's a good way to really tear it apart rip it to shreds and destroy it well the best way would be create racial divides when you have so many different groups coming together but you know the whole idea was e per basunum. for many one one people um apparently we don't we don't abide that we don't abide that Uh, Some more interesting stats I saw, and this is actually from uh, (coughs) CNN Health. I want to talk about this. This is something that uh, it's really strange because I don't think you would normally see this. Uh, This was on uh, a story, and this is annual firearm homicide deaths among men per 100,000 per year by race and state. Okay. And this is obviously from the FBI. Very interesting because apparently racism, uh, according to this, I mean, they've spiked huge. It's in every story, all these racial attacks. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable, right? Well, here might be an answer, uh, just to go through a few of these States, uh, my home state here, um, of Michigan, uh, Homicide deaths per hundred thousand of white men, one point five two. Okay. One point five two per hundred thousand. Uh black men, forty nine point one four. Hmm. And different races, uh a mix of, you know, obviously Hispanic and, and Asian and whatever. Uh per 100,000. Now, you could say that uh, that's a racist thing, or you could just read the numbers and go, wow, there's probably an issue between, you know, black-on-black violence. And, of course, everybody would not be surprised. I mean, that includes Detroit. So, (laughs) obviously, uh, we know gang activity and all that for a long time. But, just really amazing if you go across the entire country and you look at every state on this, and the United States as a whole is very interesting. United States as a whole per hundred thousand uh, white men, two point one zero per hundred thousand uh, black men overall in the United States, twenty nine point one two other races, twenty seven point zero two. Uh, I would say it's double, but it's way above double. It's ten. 12 almost 20 times almost almost 20 times 15 times 15 times more likely so yes uh, that would be uh, an issue and to cover that up you just only highlight things like this Jordan Neely case because well it was a white guy was subduing a black guy who was screaming and yelling and probably more than likely about to assault some people. Now, there was also a, uh, a black gentleman that was helping him uh, subdue Jordan Neely, but uh, he's not important, uh, of course, to the story. Wow, there's just so much going on right now. It's, it's unbelievable, and you have all this, and again, I mentioned uh, there's another bank failure that happened. Oh, guess you're not paying attention to that. Uh, you're too worried about all these other things. Of course, there's another one too uh the bank situation isn't the only monetary disaster that's about to happen uh apparently uh Biden has decided he's not going to talk about a budget now, the debt seal are about to hit the debt ceiling, and if this happened to anybody else, including myself, you're like, well, I'm spending more money than I take in um." Well, we're probably going to have to readjust some things we can't keep on this path. And that's how most responsible individuals, most responsible companies, most responsible, you know, anything else other than the you know federal government would operate. Uh, But that's not how they operate. They're they're spending much more than they take in and borrowing and borrowing. And now they've run up against a debt limit, which was put there to be like, hey, we're going to hit this limit and we're going to say um, it's time to reconsider. We got to, you know fix some problems here we've got to handle our business and and get this under control and of course the left doesn't want that. they just want to raise the debt ceiling let's just spend america into oblivion and again people go well why would they want to do that well it's literally because they want to destroy it and then become totalitarian dictators of said rubble that's what they've wanted that's what they dream of that's who they are And, you know, I've tried to dance around this and be nice about it, but that's just where they're at. Okay, that's just where we're at right now. There is no other reason that you would want to do things like this unless you want to destroy the current system so you could step in and strong arm it and then become totalitarian. That is the only direction it's headed. There is no other benign explanation for it. There is no do good message of all. They just want to do good and help out. No, of course not. They want to destroy the current system, come in and be the iron fisted totalitarian rulers of it. And that's just where we're at. And that's just the way I'll call it. That's that's who they are. Um, They have wet dreams over this have for many decades now, and they finally see an opportunity uh, that they can maybe accomplish that through destroying our financial system entirely you may ask well how would they do that well how would they go differently inflation has been out of control partially due to the pandemic and i thought giving all the money away during the pandemic was absolutely insane two weeks turned into two years of misery And of course, we got back out of that and Biden got into office and instantly started passing trillion dollar bills, trillions and trillions of dollars to bankrupt the country into going green and green energy while calling it inflation reduction. Well, I mean, everyone should have been able to see through that. You can't spend your way out of inflation by printing money and spending it. That's not how inflation gets fixed. No one thinks that I would hope. Anyone who has a brain knows that is absolute and total garbage. That's not how you get out of it. And because of all this, because of war in Ukraine, that strangely we seem to be, you know, full into billions of dollars. Well, we've effectively done huge damage. Now banks are failing. And we're in one hell of a mess when it comes to financial system well it's time to hit the debt ceiling well of course democrats biden they just want the debt ceiling raised so they can just keep plowing through and spend trillions of dollars we don't have and bankrupt the nation and destroy it as a world power um but of course uh some on the right a few they cobbled together a few people that said well maybe we don't want to spend quite that far And they wanted to make cuts because there's only one or two ways you can go from here. You could honestly help inflation. You could really adjust the whole financial system in a much better way. There's just one thing you'd have to do. The federal government has to agree to stop spending so much money. And that doesn't seem that hard. I mean, we could probably just cut... Spending on USAID. Huh. A lot of people don't that don't know what that is. USAID is the money we basically just scatter all over the world to pay for little governments here, little protests there, a coup over here. Um, you know, just the little meddling that the, the U.S. Populist doesn't know all that much about and never is ever consulted on. Uh, it's the kind of money that, well, Joe Biden used to keep his son Hunter out of trouble in Ukraine. You may remember the, uh, well, you know, we'll get you, you can't have that billion dollars unless, yeah, you fire that prosecutor that's looking into my son uh, and Burisma. And in the words of Joe Biden, well, son of a bitch, guy got fired. Well, that's weird. You use U.S. taxpayer dollars. Uh, to blackmail Ukraine into not looking into your son, which, by the way, just for the record, uh, is known because Joe Biden told the story himself. So he told his own story and obviously knew that no one was ever going to do anything about it. Although that is uh, to say that's illegal is, uh, wow. That's just an understatement. Uh, it's extremely illegal. Um, it's extortion and bribery and yeah, so many things. Wow. But of course that's fine. He has a D after his name and they can do whatever they want, include, including child molestation, murder, whatever. Uh, just, look at the Epstein story that's uh, gaining even more uh, notoriety this week, but no one cares. Um, Oh, wait a second. The client list, more of the client list is uh, put out. Oh, no one cares. They don't care. Uh, In the words of uh, Joy Behar, by the way, just an upstanding, amazing citizen said she didn't care that Democrats were pedophiles. She didn't care how bad they were. She's, always going to be a democrat so nothing was going to change her mind so you know hey that's who you are but anyway uh the gop has come out with a budget something to try to rein in some of this and try to get us back on track and start paying down the debt and get us out of this cycle of uh downward spiral i should say not a cycle of downward spiral uh but uh joe biden has strong armed it said he's not going to uh even talk not even going to negotiate he's just going to um Stand firm until he gets his debt limit so he can spend us into oblivion and destroy the country. Uh, And here he has KJP lying about what the budget says
1: indicated earlier that the president um, is prepared to talk about the budget appro- appropriations process and that
3: he'd be happy to be with uh, Speaker McCarthy, but not on whether the debt limit is raised. It, has the White House done anything to reach out to the Speaker to begin that conversation over the budget? He reached um, out to the Speaker. And, and what happens if he does want to talk about the debt limit um, in concert with that discussion?
4: I mean, we've been very clear, Matt, we've been very clear that what they but have put liars.
1: forward
4: um what they put forward. look it's not a plan it's a recipe for economic <laughs> catastrophe that is what they have put forward
0: wow economic catastrophe and i even saw a um they were running an ad um they paid for an ad on you know i don't know i guess the networks or the cable system i have no idea I don't have either. I stream everything and it still was coming across the streaming platform. So maybe they just put it on the streaming platform. I have no idea where this was put, but, um, yeah, saying that the, uh, GOP wanted to bankrupt the country and take everyone's jobs because they wanted to rein in government spending. Now, how do you square that circle? And there's the problem. Most people, Don't know how any of this works. And this is the problem. This has been an intentional uh, process of keeping the population either naive or dumbing it down. You know, most people you say, well, you know, they're going to, you know, shut down the government and people be like, oh, that's bad. No, that would be great. They're not doing anything to help us out. Anyway, the essential services or whatever still have to be open and still operate anyway. So actually it'd be great. Let's shut it down. Hell, let's shut it down for a long time. They're not going to do anything except for spend more of our money and make bonehead decisions and destroy shit anyway. So hell, it'd be better to have nothing than something going the wrong direction. So maybe that's not such a bad thing. Um, but no, I, shutting down the government does nothing. It does nothing. It's all just figurative. Some pencil pushers, which we need, I don't know, a million or two less in the government, uh, wouldn't have work. No, oh, damn. That makes me really sad, as you can tell. All right, I'm going to take a quick break. I'll be right back. All right, so I'm back. We're... Uh, We're heading into a uh, really, really dark place financially right now. And the only thing, and I actually saw an article this week that uh, was talking about this. The only thing that has basically kept us from completely uh, just being devastated by a huge recession right now is the fact that we are still uh, purchasing. We're still consuming things. That is the only thing that's keeping our head above water right now. But the more um, the more pressures put on things, the more things are pushed in and uh, these untenable positions, uh, the more banks that go under, the less lending that is available, the less jobs that are going to be available uh, due to um, financial pressures uh, that will go away and it will get uh, very much more. Uh, Dark, But uh, the push is on to uh, try to push the GOP into just raising the debt limit and walking away from it. And they say they won't. So uh, they changed it. Um, The troll came out uh, yelling and said that, uh, well, it was going to default in. The fall, but now now it could default as soon as June, just to put pressure on them to say, "Oh yeah, you guys can spend to your heart's desire, and no cutbacks are going to happen anywhere." And obviously, that's insane. We've got to make cuts, just like anybody else, like any other financial institution, or any family, or any individual. You know, when money gets tighter, and you're running out of uh, available. (laughs) <laughs> finances and you got to make some cuts and so of course the left is pushing it that, that uh, yeah the GOP just wants to cut everything and they're going to hurt everyone and it's just insane and why would uh, making the government spend less money how is that going to hurt uh, your jobs how is that going to hurt uh, businesses well it's not it's just a crazy lie but we do have other things going on we've got a big explosion about to happen here in uh, just a few days, at the border. And it is going to get way out of control because Title 42 is set to go away in four days. And Title 42 was just a really easy way. Uh, It was a very good way that uh, they had been using at least to turn back some. Now, the estimates of how many people have come in since uh, Biden has taken office is uh, around 6 million, I think. Uh, larger than quite a few states uh, we've basically allowed to come into the country. Uh, that's not good enough. That's not where they want to stop. Uh, they, they definitely want to push those numbers higher for what purpose. Well, that's what got Tucker Carlson in so much hot water because he said, well, they want to import voters. And, uh, this is the way they think they can do it because if they allow them in and then they can say, well, you know, the Democrats let you in. So you owe us a debt. Basically it's a uh, quid pro quo, if you will. Uh, that doesn't always happen, especially with, uh, Hispanic populations, uh, tend to be more conservative and, uh, you may get them on the first rounds, uh, after you've let them in. Uh, but then again, you have all the, uh, Hoops to jump through of uh illegals voting and everything else. So it's so a very, very uh destructive another way to destroy America. This is just all part of the fundamental fundamental transformation of America began by Obama, carried on in his third term by Joe Biden. And uh it's just to destroy the U.S. I mean, Obama's uh whole plan was to diminish the U.S. Uh, not to be a world power anymore, to bring us down to the level of other nations around the world and didn't believe in American exceptionalism. And obviously Biden is carrying that on. But uh, even uh, good old Chucky Todd over uh, on MSNBC, he couldn't even uh, go along with uh, the crazy lies about immigration.
2: The immigration issue which he never mentioned this week in his announcement video, continues to be one of his toughest challenges. In 2021, more migrants crossed the southern border than in any year since at least 1960. Huh. And in 2022, wow. the record was broken again.
0: Huh. Oh, yeah. In 2022, the record's broken again, and we're on pace to break it again this year. And especially if Title 42 uh, is allowed to expire and nothing's done. Well, you're going to see an explosion like you've never seen before in humanity everywhere, and they just had videos come out of El Paso, Texas, that looks like um, uh, one of those uh, one of those um, awful places that you see when you uh, have the uh, the ads to help people help feed the world or whatever, and you see the villages in uh, Africa. And there's just humanity all over the streets and in shacks and everything else. That's what El Paso looks like right now. Now, a lot of the left uh, has gotten really upset about uh, migrants being shipped to major cities. And they have declared emergencies and freaked out and said, oh, no, this can't be our problem, which is really strange because they're pushing for it. They're pushing for it for they want it all to go to Texas, which is really strange. What could be the plan there, do you think? Do you think their plan is because they think Texas is the most paradise place to put migrants? you really think that? You really think that there is a reason that the you know mayors and and you know leaders in places like Chicago and New York, Boston, these places. Are freaking out saying, oh, don't send them here. Don't send them. Here. We can't handle them here. Well, it's because they already have their Democrat voting base there. They don't have to worry about it there. But Texas, they don't have it. So they need as many people as they can possibly try to flip Texas. Do You think I'm kidding? Think of another reason. Give me another reason. Give me another reason that they would want all of these illegal migrants in Texas and Florida and not to ever leave those borders. You give me a good benign reason if they're so supportive of letting everyone in that they want to keep them in those two particular states and not allow them to go to blue run cities. Can you give me one benign reason for that? Well, of course there is. And it's as obvious as it can be. Don't worry. KJP is just uh, lying her ass off again. She has got to be the worst ever at this. She blinks like, I don't know, like a deer in not a deer, not a deer in headlights. They don't blink. Um, She yeah, she blinks like an owl in the daytime or something. I have no idea. Anytime she's trying to lie.
4: That he's used to to make sure that we do this, we actually deal with the immigration system in a humane uh, way, yeah. uh, in, Wait the, for in it. a in a way that is uh, uh, that actually deals with what we're seeing at the border, and that's why you've seen the parolee program be so successful. Uh, it has it has um, it has uh, uh, when it comes to illegal uh, migration, you've seen right. it come down uh, by more Wait. than 90 percent, and that's because oh, of this act, the actions that the president has taken.
0: Okay, so she just lied her ass off and said it's come down by 90% because of the parolee program. Now, this is a sleight of hand, a lie, a bastardization, um, just, just out and out evil. So what they've done is basically said, hey, there's these select countries that we want people from. Okay? Now, many different reasons why they would want people from these areas, but that'll be for a later episode. But they've chosen these several countries. And said, hey, uh, if you want to come to the United States, just apply and fill out this paperwork, and then we're going to parole you into the U.S. So that way you're not illegal. Now, the actual number of people coming across the border has skyrocketed. It hasn't gone down. It's actually higher than it has been the last two years. But they claim there's less illegal border crossings because they've made this loophole that is not legal By the way, it has not been approved by any uh, Congress. It has not been approved by any Senate. It hasn't been approved by anyone except for the bureaucrats and Joe Biden. Now, are they allowed to do that? No. Is anybody trying to stop them right now? I don't think so. But this parolee program is basically just saying, hey, if you fill out this paperwork, we'll let you in and not call you illegal. And then we can turn around and go see 90 percent down. Yeah, 90% down. Uh, No, it's not. The numbers are still astronomical. It's just a lie, and it is a dirty, dirty lie. And it's set to get absolutely insane, so insane that uh, Biden's sending 1,500 troops to the border. And you might say, well, that's good. We should secure it because this is about to get crazy with Title 42 going away, which was a good way to just turn people back quickly without having to process and just turn them around and head them back to their country of origin. Uh, but, uh, if you think the 1500 troops are going, 1500 troops are going to secure the border, you would be wrong. They're just going to keep order so everybody can get processed and into the country because I mean, another two or 3 million, that will be a huge success for the left. And, uh, these things are being run per reports, not by the U S government, not by border patrol being run by NGOs. The same NGOs, by the way, that destroyed Europe. Um, Check out some of that sometime. Uh, By the way, beheadings up in uh, the UK. That's weird. Huh? It's odd. Odd stat. Anyway, um, but uh, speaking of Josh Todd, uh, there are some other. I mean, we haven't got DeSantis uh, fully into the race yet. Um, That's expected probably next month. Uh, We do have Trump out there for sure. And uh, here's another one uh, on the right that's popped in. And actually, I really like this guy. I don't know what his chances are. Uh, His chances may be better to be a VP candidate, which would be fine. Uh, I could see him being uh, VP for uh, possibly Trump. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, which is very hard to say, by the way. But his name is Vivek Ramaswamy. You can probably... um, Assume that he is uh, not just your ordinary uh, white old dude for the GOP. Uh, The name kind of gives it away. Uh, He did an interview with Chuck Todd where he really lays into him. Check this out.
2: Unite, Unite the country when you're essentially denigrating the views of half of the country.
3: Let's take the touchiest of those subjects right now. on the trans issue. Mm -hmm. I think that when a kid says that I'm born into the wrong body, that my gender doesn't match my biological sex, Mm -hmm. more often than not, that is a case of a mental health disorder. That doesn't mean you disrespect that person. Mm -hmm. It means they're crying out for help. I met with two young women who regret the decisions they made going through double mastectomies, one a hysterectomy, chemical intervention. Now trying to Mm -hmm. teach kids across the country that when you're struggling inside, going through adolescence, yes, that involves some struggle, We live in a cultural moment today where adults are affirming that confusion rather than actually ever treating them compassionately. That's
2: cruelty. You ever talk to parents that have a, a kid who's
3: going through this? I have, actually. Yeah, yeah and I, I think mean, it's a, I mean, it's a parent. My point It's is a difficult this, place to be. I acknowledge right. that. But yeah. what we need to do on both sides here is mm-hmm. act with compassion, not really what makes us feel good about ourselves. Yeah. Hmm. And I think that's my main issue across what our response to well, transgenderism to the climate. It's solving the actual underlying issues okay. rather than what allows you to signal your virtue. What
2: makes it compassionate, though, to uh, pass a law that denies a parent? Uh, uh, making their own health care decision for their kid. That's the part of this. That doesn't sound very conservative in small government to me.
3: Well, look, there isn't a state in this union that allows you to smoke an addictive cigarette before the age of 18 that allows you to get a tattoo before the age of 18. That's a body-altering change <laughs> yes. that a kid may later regret in life. I love it. So I think it is perfectly reasonable to say that... so smart. If you're after 18 years old, you're free to decide whatever you want to do. That's what it means to live in a free country. But below the age of 18, I think it's perfectly legitimate to say that we won't allow genital mutilation or chemical castration through puberty blockers. You're calling for the it the that, transition. but how do you
2: know it's that? Again, how do you how know, do you know right, or, right. are you confident that you know that gender uh, is for a second. that? Again, mm. how do you know, are, are you confident that you know that gender uh, is uh, as binary as you're <laughs> describing it? Are you confident that I it am, isn't yeah. a spectrum? I um, am. you know I'm, this as a scientist?
3: <laughs> well, there's, there's two X chromosomes if you're a woman, an X and y, wow. that means a Y. So there's, there's a lot of scientific uh, research out there. There's a lot of scientific research out there that says gender is a spectrum. Chuck, I, I respectfully disagree. Gender dysphoria for most of our history, all mm-hmm. the way through the DSM-5, has been characterized as a mental health disorder, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's compassionate to affirm that. I think that's cruelty. When a kid is crying out for help, mm-hmm. what they're asking for is, you got to ask the question of what else is going wrong at home, what else is going wrong at school. Let's be compassionate and get to the heart of that, rather than playing this game as though we're actually changing right. our medical understanding so, for the last 100 years. I go back years. to this.
0: Oh, last hundred years, um, the last, I don't know, 10,000 years, however long um, humans have been on the planet, we have understood male and female. Now, the problem, I want to jump in on this real quick. The problem is the fact that what they have done is pervert the idea of personalities and call that gender. And this is where we have to put our foot down and really, really hammer this home. Gender and sex is what it is. You're born, whatever. Now your personality is a spectrum. Everyone's personality is on a spectrum somewhere. And you can uh, associate that with the person's sex and say, "Well, yeah, this person's male, but they're much more effeminate." We we've, we've used that for years, meaning they have you know maybe more feminine qualities to their personality. Well, they're still a man biologically. You can't change biology, no matter what you do. You can jump up and down, turn purple, stand on your head, do whatever you want. You're not changing it. It goes all the way to the very cells inside your body, inside the cells. Your DNA never changes, no matter what costume you put on on the outside. No matter what surgeries you do, you cannot change the DNA, just the way it is. To come out as a scientist and say, well, no, it's actually a spectrum. No, it's not. There there is no spectrum. It's just the way it is. And let's move on now. If you want to say there's a broad spectrum of personality types and all these different things, well, that's a legitimate argument, and we could have that legitimate debate. That is perfectly legitimate. Yeah, there are many people with far-reaching uh, ideas about how they feel and and all these uh, personality types and different um, you know characteristics. That's all an individual. But when you say that suddenly a man is a woman or a woman is a man, that just doesn't work that way. It never has, never will. It just won't happen. It just isn't. And having these ridiculous arguments about it is is silly, and uh, it's it's taking away from you know actual real problems that we do have, like I don't know, uh, war, and the economy. Yeah, those are two big things we should be addressing right now. Not if a teenage boy should be able to strip down uh, along with uh, teenage girls. Because let me tell you, you start letting that happen. You know how many teenage boys are going to identify as a girl? Let me tell you, it's going to explode. Take it from experience of uh, being a teenage boy at one time. If I thought there was some way I could sneak my way in to hang out with all the <laughs> the, the, the girls while they were changing, trust me, you get those hormones going. Oh, and my dear God, you would be amazed. Uh, it's some uh, real problems there coming, and uh, yeah, and it's just stupid. We're we're messing around with these things, and uh, we're we're having these uh, debates over them, and it's absolutely ridiculous absolutely ridiculous give you an idea of how ridiculous it truly is when it comes to this because these are the big things that they're trying to push right now you have the gender stuff you have the climate stuff and that is supposed to distract you away from the fact that there's wars going on that are really starting to escalate uh possible new wars cooking Um, The fact that we are appeasing China with the climate policy for whatever reason and uh, our economy is is really hurting. And how do you distract people? Well, you get them all riled up over gender and drag shows and all this shit. Oh, very, very, very uh, disturbing. Here you go. This is uh, this just gives you an idea of what people do not understand. They do not understand that personality is on a spectrum. Gender. No, it's not. And to push my point. To push it to the very limit and prove it outright, I guess. Here you go. These are some parents um, that, well, they. They have kids that are transgender and they really, really, really want to chemically castrate them or um, uh, mutilate their bodies and uh, listen to their reasonings behind it. Once you hear the reasonings, you'll understand exactly what I'm saying. It's personality. It's nothing to do with the actual, you know, sex.
4: Never sleep, and we couldn't figure out what the problem was. We took him to specialists and um, neurologists, and he had brain scans trying to figure out why he couldn't sleep. Um, okay. Then, uh, as he grew, he got to sleeping, um, but his food choices were odd. They were always like green vegetables, raw green vegetables, which, if you know kids, most kids don't like to eat those things. Um, and then the <laughs> so precocious puberty. Wait. Um <laughs> all of those things, once we figured out he was transgender when he came to us and told us uh-huh. uh, that he was transgender, when we went back and realized that the, the pattern of everything um, that he had experienced as a child, including mm-hmm. eating green vegetables because that boosts <laughs> testosterone, oh, were just methods of oh. his body trying to become
0: Who he was meant to be. Okay, so this is a girl okay, that uh, had some trouble sleeping and liked vegetables. Now, I'm not sure that that would be typically the first choice in uh, choosing gender. Uh, How much does that have to do with your gender, by the way? Um, I know lots of Men and women who uh, struggle sleeping and some that struggle with sleeping too much and constantly being tired wonder if they're transgender, huh? I know some people who don't eat a lot of vegetables and some people that only eat vegetables. Now, those seem like dietary choices or maybe personality types. What the fuck? Does that have anything to do with gender? Would someone please let me know? Because I have no idea. Here is the most classic one ever. And if this doesn't just sum the whole stupid business up, this is a lady who um, is desperate. And you can tell the way she acts. She's just desperate to be a kid again. She's desperate to be her kid's friend. She's not trying to be a parent in any way. Um and this is her story same thing uh young girl now's a boy apparently uh which doesn't happen biologically or any other way it doesn't happen uh here you go
5: Then I sorry I was Christmas shopping for them they were 18 months old and I bought one of those toy tool benches and I was making the joke that well when one of them comes to me and says they're a man when they're 18 i can't say i didn't see it coming just because they kind of did draw the boy toys and i was just making a joke but i am so glad i said it out loud because i have that in my mind now that at 18 months old something something somewhere was telling me what he knew all along sure
0: okay um 18 month year old 18 month old baby is attracted to bright things that make noises. Yeah, that's definitely, um, yeah. I mean, I don't even know why you went any further there. I mean, did you mutilate the genitalia right away? I mean, why not? I mean, no way. There's no way that a 18-month-old baby girl would be attracted to bright colors and noises. I mean, that could only be a boy. This is what I'm talking about. These people are absolutely that, that is apparent. parent. Now that would be apparent that I would be like, "Man, you know, maybe we should talk to the kids." I'm just saying, maybe time for uh, social services to be called cuz this lady is crazy as a shit house rat. Um just, you know, just saying. Uh it gets worse, much worse. I just wanted to stop that real quick and just show you how absolutely not only is there, and, and this is a perfect case where you can say, well, you know, uh, I know uh, mental health is often genetic as well. Um, and obviously uh, mental health is not uh, going well in you as an adult. So your children are probably going to be plagued with these same sort of mental health uh, problems. Anyway.
5: Okay. Um, but so when he could start talking, he articulated to me that he was a boy. Mommy, I'm a boy mommy I'm a boy and both of my kids did mommy I'm a puppy all that it's so we saw therapists
0: so when they said I'm a puppy you didn't affirm that you didn't affirm that but only when said mommy I'm a boy when you could have just said yeah no pretty sure you're a girl um yeah you came out of me I'm a girl you know and that's how life works uh if you want to play with power tools, um, that's completely fine, not an issue there. Um, and if you have more masculine traits, we used to call that being a tomboy. Um, many women who um, have those traits either a lot of times it changes, or they may go into a field where that's part of the, um, you know, part of the thing. No one has a problem with any of that. Saying that, no, they were just born in the wrong body is insane. That's the insane part. That's what we're talking about. These people are crazy as shit.
5: And we saw doctors, and ultimately we came to know what he has known all along, which is that he really is a boy. He really is. We'll be starting... Um, gender-affirming care for him. He's been seeing doctors for years, and You're it is affirming. a very long process. They are very nine. thorough. So, and I'm
1: going to interrupt you just for a second. Course. I'm going to give you a few extra oh, seconds yes, to uh, prove that. Period. You can't have it up. Aren't they cute, though? Oh, okay.
5: oh, hey, There's a picture for
1: you. There there it it's so is. Beautiful. I'm not giving you that much extra. Okay.
5: <laughs> 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 but full disclosure, uh, this is a slightly older photo, because now okay. they are preteens, and taking a photo for mom pre-teens. where they both smile is like, that's late. So, now that He is uh almost 11 and starting Uh puberty we are discussing puberty blockers and what that would do would prevent him from growing the body of a woman because i promise you he's not a woman he shouldn't be in a woman's body and honestly i don't think he could survive if we forced him into it i really don't so we will find that care for him i will go to the ends of the earth if i had to for either of these children and we'll probably just go to new york not the ends of the earth
0: okay that's what you're dealing with that is what you're dealing with Obviously not mentally healthy herself. Obviously some sort of Munchausen by proxy kind of situation going on. Um, Can you imagine? I can't even imagine. I can't even fathom. Being an adult, being a parent, looking at a child and going, yeah, we're going to destroy the rest of your fucking life. Because nothing will ever work right on your body ever again because you decided that when you were 18 months old, you liked the saw on the toy workbench that I bought. That is true mental disorder, obviously mental disorder. (sighs) There are reasons As a parent, you can get in a lot of trouble if you give your child alcohol. You can get in a lot of trouble for even purchasing cigarettes and giving them to your underage child. You can get in trouble for allowing them to get tattoos too young, piercings too young. Really strange. Really, really odd. Now, the latter is probably not that big a deal anymore, but the tattoos, oh, yeah. It's considered both body altering and they're too young to consent. There's a reason they don't have sex. They don't drive. They don't drink. They don't smoke weed. They don't smoke cigarettes. There's all these reasons because their bodies are developing and it will all damage it. But now we're saying, yes, let's jump right on board and destroy their bodies. And that's completely fine. Completely fine. Just wow. Wow unbelievable man unbelievable then this is what you're talking about these are the people that you're dealing with and that's uh that's why we are where we are and that's why people like that are easily swayed because now suddenly their child's special they get more attention the you know they get to spend more time being their friend because well you know they don't have as many friends because well it's a little strange because uh little johnny is now little Joni. And the kids are all, you know, confused because they're like, "I don't know what the hell's going on over here. I don't understand it." And so, you know, there's this this weird cycle of codependency that is just unhealthy. And we really, really, really need to get to the bottom of the whole thing and get it nipped in the bud really quick. Are there people that have this disorder? Yes. Are there people that need treatment for this disorder? Yes. Uh, the rest of it, uh, obviously, it is a um, it is a fad, hey, even so much so that uh, good old Ace Freely, wow, or no, Paul Stanley, wow, I screwed up, not Ace Freely, Paul Stanley, I think it was Paul Stanley. Anyway, uh, came out and made a statement on Twitter, which I actually replied to and congratulated for the fact that said, well, you know, I do uh, sympathize with people that are uh, having you know, uh, distress in this area. And of course I, you know, we should, uh, not, you know, judge or condemn people that have, you know, alternate lifestyle. Yeah. That's part of being in a free country. Once you're an adult, you can choose what you want to do. That's up to you. Um, but the, uh, saying that, you know, gender, Surgeries and shit for kids is just, uh, what's not gender surgery, uh, sexual mutilating surgeries for kids is bad and it's an evil fad. And, uh, I, uh, I completely agreed and I actually found it refreshing. I'm like, wow, you know, somebody in the rock and roll community that's still, you know, rock and roll and can come out against the uh, narrative and against the uh, powers of B and say you know what? Screw you. This is stupid. Uh, and, uh, really congratulated. But, uh, the very next day started walking it back. So I guess the pressure's got too much. I mean, I hate to tell you you're 71, dude, 71. You think they're going to cancel a kiss concert at this point? Does it really matter if they cancel one at this point? You're 71. What can they do to you? Honestly, you are who you are. You're a rock star and you're 71. So pff, I tell them to go pound sand. Uh, anyway, uh, the last thing I want to go through today, because I'm running out of time so much, I, I really, really ran out of time today. The last thing is, uh, don't know if you've seen them yet, but uh, there were some more to the uh, Tucker saga. Uh, the uh, and obviously Fox News is leaking these um, clips or whatever from behind the scenes, and that's because they're the only ones that would have access to any of this. And now they've you know, sent out a faux, uh, cease and desist letter going, Oh, you better not do that anymore. And of course they're the ones doing it cause they're the ones who have access to all this. But anyway, uh, they, these were leaked, uh, apparently to try to make Tucker look bad. Um, and it was kind of funny cause one of them I saw was on the young Turks, which is just a despicable uh, organization, just some of the worst humans. Uh, and even, uh, What's his name? Chink Uger, Whatever the fuck his stupid name is. Um, The pedophile lover over there. Um, He was like, I don't really like these clips. Uh, It's not good to take things out of context. Yeah, well, the reason you don't like him is because they make Tucker look like a boss and not, I mean, (laughs) they don't make him look bad. Actually, probably his popularity just went up uh, exponentially from these coming out because people are like, I like that guy. That guy's got some balls. He's not... Bowtie Tucker anymore. Here's some of them.
1: You wouldn't? Okay. I'm not, you know what? I'm not qualified on that score. I will say. I thought his girlfriend was kind of yummy. Just kidding. Just kidding. In case this is being pulled off the bird. Yeah, the bird. Hey, Media Matters for America. Go yourself. That's the first thing I want to say tonight. Second thing is totally kidding. I don't even know what his girlfriend looks like. And if I did, I would not find her yummy.
0: Well that was a week. So that one where he tells media matters which ironically is who leaked uh, who um, you know published this. Yeah, media matters for America. Go fuck yourself. Is the first thing I like to say. That was I mean that's yeah, that's great. Love it. Love it. I don't know what you're going to gain from that except for a lot of Americans going I really like this guy. Why does he talk like that? I mean, you know, what, he should talk like that on TV. Uh, this is one leaked. Uh, some people are jumping on this one. This is after he was deposed by the uh, Dominion attorney. And uh, after a 10-hour deposition, um, he is uh, uh, talking about the guy being uh, a slimy. Yeah, whatever. Uh, anyway, here you go. Hey. <laughs>
1: That slimy little motherfucker sitting across from me. Oh, you're the best, and I wasn't talking about you. It's just the opposite. You seem to be a conflict. No, I'm not. What do you mean? Because you've never been this affirmed in your life. Uh (laughs) I bet. Thank you, Alex. Have a happy weekend. See you, man. Um, the uh, amount—it was so unhealthy. The hate. Thank you, Teresa. The hate that I felt for that. I mean, I, I. How could you not? Well, I never feel that way, you know, because I don't put myself. I don't want to feel that way. I think it's wrong. It's bad. It's totally bad for you to feel that way. But that guy, I mean, he triggered the shit out of me. Where are you now? Where do you live? (laughs) The amount of times I had, first of all, fuck you on my lips was like, it was unbelievable. He, suggesting that I was that I was cheating on my taxes,
4: really?
1: Oh, oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. So where what's where are you domiciled? Where are you now? Do you own a home there? I was like, no, I do not own a home in the way. Yeah. I don't want to be a slave to Fox Nation, which I don't think that many people watch anyway. Um, we're gonna uh, because I, I I you know I'm all
0: right. This clip is him talking about Fox Nation, and yeah, it makes him look so bad because well. Uh, he wants the experience to work.
1: Like a representative of the American media now, right, right. speaking to an exile in Romania and welcoming him back into the brotherhood of journalists.
4: Yeah. It would help us
3: out he a
0: He's just frustrated we've had these conversations at work where they're like oh well we really wish you would do this or you know uh just look more professional or you know this or whatever and you're like oh god is this the conversation we're having can we just do work I, I,
1: I, i mean this is airing on the nighttime show and i want it to look official i don't want it to be like bro talk and i and i you know what i mean
4: yeah but the majority of it like if we go like 45 minutes it's gonna be for fox nation
1: but nobody's gonna watch it on fox nation nobody watches fox nation because the site sucks so i'd really like to just put the dump the whole thing on youtube um but anyway that's just my view um uh i'm just frustrated with uh in it, it's hard to use that site i don't know why they're not fixing it it's driving me insane and they're like making like lifetime movies but they don't they don't work on the infrastructure of the site like what it's crazy and it drives me crazy because it's like we're doing all this extra work and no one can find it it's unbelievable actually i don't know
0: and that's the thing Uh, supposedly that makes him look really really bad and honestly uh just makes him look like yeah he's working really hard and he thinks he's making really good content and the site's not working great and you know, that pisses them off. And for anybody out there who works and you get done and you feel like you've done a really good job and then it seems like, you know, management or whatever is not appreciating it, it's frustrating and, um, uh, you know, it can, it's just makes him It humanizes him. Number one, number two, it makes a lot of people go, I like that dude. Yeah. He's the one that told media matters to go fuck yourself. That's a great guy. I like that dude. So uh, I guess they shot themselves in the foot. Anyway, I'm going to have to call it for this week. Um, I'm contemplating an idea of doing going back to doing maybe two a week and just do two shorter ones instead of one really long one. And maybe I can cover more ground that way, just two shorter episodes, um, you know, uh, kind of keep more up to date and not try to cram everything into one long show on Sundays, but, uh, we'll see, we'll see how things work out. Uh, it's almost summer. I hope you're enjoying it. Um, next week, we're going to dig really deep into a lot of the climate things that are going on and a lot of the climate descent that, uh, it's really not getting as much, uh, airtime, obviously for obvious reasons, but uh, there's a lot of people coming out of the woodwork, a lot of scientists, a lot of people coming out going, yeah, listen, this has to stop. We can't, this stuff's not correct and and not understanding what's going on. So we're going to dig into all that. I will be back next week. If you want to send a question, comment, whatever you want to do, you can do that at the website, erics-america.com. Also at Eric's America pod, Facebook, Eric at Eric, underscore podcast on twitter and of course an old-fashioned email ericsamericapod at gmail.com all those will get to me uh please do remember to tell a friend uh, about the podcast if you enjoy it um It's the easiest way and the best way for podcasts to grow. Otherwise, you can like, subscribe, rate, review, follow. All those things do make a tremendous difference. I appreciate every bit of it for sure. I will be back next week. And until then, just remember, it's no agenda, just America.